if you cannot believe the difference, what a leap it is. This is why it's taken me a year and a half to do this. To take it from making something, using my mom's old double boiler on my stove and making it for myself and putting it into sort of recycled containers to this. Hi, I'm Melanie Walker and this is Grounded. If gardening is your passion, this is the place to be to find out about what's happening in the gardening world. Yes, it's another episode of Grounded. And Mike, it's so lovely to see you. You look like you've been playing golf more than playing gardening. Yeah, I wish. You know, I, I wish I could play some golf. Unfortunately, I don't have bats anymore. Oh, dear. It's my pet hate for the week now. Somebody stole my golf clubs. And, and the we'll bucky, write you a song. And the bucky happened to be with them. <laughs> 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 but the great thing about it is uh, if you can't play golf, you can always love gardens. And... Uh, so, so I've decided to love gardens a bit more for a while. Well, I've always said that I'd rather go for the walk around the golf course and look at the plants than actually hit something like a little white ball. I suppose the white ball does add a different dimension to golf. You know, you can love the trees from a distance, but you don't... Go up and hug always, them, like Michael always does. I love hugging trees. I haven't hugged a tree for a long time, and I think it, it's time. It is time. It's time. Oh, you yeah. can hug me in the meantime, okay? I will do, yeah. Oh, dear, the forced redistribution of wealth. What uh, we like to do is the big distribution of getting the love for plants and things going and making people aware of the fact that they can grow things that make them feel better, that they can grow things that they can eat, and they can grow things which can make their health better as well. And one of the people who has done many books about just those things on how to grow vegetables, how to use herbs, how to cook, how to get your garden going in urban areas, an A to Z of gardening, vegetables, and all of those kind of things. Oh, my goodness. And now the purveyor of all kinds of things to make sure that the gardener's body and hands feel just as fabulous is Delicious Jane. Hello, hello Jane. Hello, 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 <laughs> both of you. It's wonderful to be. I don't know when I was last in a studio with the two of you. It's been far too long. It has been a while. Launch of your last book, I think, Jen. I think that's when we spoke. The urban gardening. Well, then that was that was this time last year. Then so it's about a year since I've been in studio. Well, I've been busy. I've been busy, busy, busy. It would seem. Yes. (laughs) And bees having a lot to do with it. I mean, I'm just thinking, where's the pot of honey, Jane? Usually you come along and you bring us these gifts of (laughs) rose petal and pelargonium scented jam and all these wonderful titbits. And well, all she brings us vegetables from Jane's freshly garden. harvested, freshly well, harvested, big pampuna. I am bringing you gifts for Melanie. I have wonderful gardener's hand balm, mm. and for Michael, you have gardener's muscle balm. It's a warming balm for achy, painy muscles, which we all get when we're gardening. You land up, especially in spring, you go out into the garden and throw things around and get inspired, and then you that, the next day, and especially the second day after, you start feeling it in your muscles. So that's what that one's for. Yeah, and this is all part of my new range instead of bringing out another book which after five books I thought it was time to perhaps take a break I started working on developing a product range which you know I've been making these things if you remember from Jane's Delicious Herbs yes uh, in the back of Jane's Delicious Herbs, there are loads of recipes for making balms, um, all sorts of mm. teas and balms and hair conditioners and face scrubs and all sorts of things. And I've been making these myself for a long time. And you cannot believe the difference. What a leap it is. This is why it's taken me a year and a half to do this. To take it from making something using my mom's old double boiler on my stove and making it for myself and putting it into sort of recycled containers to this, which is a completely different level. And the the tins are beautiful, the pictures are lovely, and it just says, try me. And you think, yes, why not? 
<laughs> I must say, I, we've been evangelizing about things, and the one thing that's, that that really hit me when you gave me this, Jane, is a beautiful tin. I love tins, and mm. I collect them in all guises, and it's not plastic. Exactly. And, and, and this is fantastic. So I think it's the whole gamut of what's good, and, and I think, and, and it's pretty. It's Aren't really they? Pretty. The designs are incredible. And just going to the tin, which is really nice. Somebody suggested to me, and they said, when gardeners particularly have finished using these, we can use them to save our seeds. And <gasps> what a fabulous idea! Isn't that brilliant? We're going to have to get more. I mean, I've become like a serious seed harvester. I have to be honest. I mean, exactly. I, I like, and these are perfect. Everything I grow, if it goes to seed, I'm sharing my seeds with everybody. And with your own garden. I mean, I have forests of lettuce, and I haven't bought lettuce seed in years. I just, they just seed themselves, and you can just put them wherever you want them mm. to grow, and they grow thickly. And yeah, and then you can use these, and they're airtight, so, which is perfect for seeds. It's aluminium, so it's fully recyclable. But the labels, Melissa Townsend from the Townsend Studio in Cape Town designed them, and I gave her a kind of a mood board, mm. and she came back with this. And I really I hardly changed a thing from when she first gave me the design. And if you have a look at it, you'll see the images all the way around of plants and herbs and a couple of little butterflies and ladybirds. And roses. Um, exactly. And, mm, it's gorgeous. Well, those are all the ingredients. All the ingredients that are in, except for the ladybirds and the butterflies, I don't. I was going to say we don't need. This is not uh, one of those scarab things, is it? You never know. You never. But these are gardeners' items, uh, almost. I mean, you can almost say they're in the gardener's DNA. But they lend themselves to collectibles, almost. I know people who collect these things, and I can just imagine a tray full of these things. So because they just look so beautiful so, and that's before we even think about the content <laughs> you know this is well, the thing isn't it the content of this this whole thing started as um a friend of mine came to, to visit and she was a newish friend tanya hook and she came to show me a range of indigenous essential oils that she had brought out and when she went through my kitchen she saw all my goodies sitting on top of the fridge and she said why aren't you doing something with this and I said to her, well, you know, it, this whole thing of, well, for me to take it from doing it on my stove to actually producing a product you can sell on a shelf. Where do you start? Oh, exactly. Mm. I mean, where do you start? I mean, you, I, have, I didn't have a clue. And she said to me, but that's what I do. She said, I develop products and take them to market. <laughs> but is that what you did then, Jane? I mean, for, for all of those people out there, the cottage industries, saying to themselves, well, where do I start? That's what I then did. Um, Tanya held my hand. The first thing I did... And, you know, some of it, if I probably read a handbook on how to do it, I probably went it completely the wrong way around. But for me, it worked. The first thing I did was do the designs. First of all, because I had so many recipes of things that I wanted to make, I thought targeted at gardeners because that's my market. Mm. You know, I identified the market. There are no South African branded big ranges of products for gardeners. The only ones that are out there are ones that are very expensive being imported from, from England. overseas. Yeah, mm. from England. There are some smaller ones sold at markets and gardeners markets and things like that, but I thought I'm going to target it at gardeners. So then I started looking at my recipes and seeing what do gardeners need? What do we need? We need moisturizers for our hands. Oh, we yeah. need deep cleansing scrubs. We need sore muscle balms. We need... Protection from the sun. We need sunblocks. We we need soothing balm after we've been in the sun. We need stuff to heal our skins when we've gone and you know all those gardeners cut some bumps and scrapes and oh, things. Yeah, and yeah, we've got thorn prickles and exactly. roses being pruning us instead of us pruning them. <laughs> exactly. And there's a bug that comes and squishes itself on your forehead. Yep. No. No. Or all just of when you've been harvesting your gem squash and you've got oh, gem squash prickles, prickles everywhere. Oh, <laughs> all over your no. arms. You know. 
I started, I wanted to produce about 20. And Tanya said to me, no, 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 slow down, limit it. Stick with maximum eight products. So of course, I went for eight. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why do things in half yes, measures? Exactly. <laughs> and then after I decided what I wanted, I then went for the labels because I thought I need to inspire myself first mm. as to what they're going to look like. And so we then did the, I did the label design. The label design we did first with Melissa. I've never met Melissa. It's one of those wonderful things where she's in Cape Town, I'm in Joburg, and it's all been done via email and phone. And once these labels came back, and once we'd finalized the labels, it was a case of something is being born here. Something is, is going to take flight because we have an image and we have a beautiful image. I'm a very visual person. And it's similar to you, Mel, with the planning of a garden. You know, mm. when you do it, when, you, when you're looking, you don't go out first and buy all your plants and then decide where to put them. You decide your plan first and, and you draw that up. And this, in a way, was almost my garden plan. Mm. And then I started dealing with, okay, how do I get it made? I'm not going to make it on my double boiler with my mom's, on my stove with my mom's old double boiler. Um, I'm going to have to get someone to make it. And I tried two different people first, and neither of them were a good fit. And then I heard about a, a man called Lucian who made natural products, and he lived in a little small town in the Free State. So I contacted him and he sent me an email back and it came back that his um, company was called The Angel Factory. Now, you know, I'm always talking about my garden angels yes, and how my garden angels have guided me on this journey ever since I wrote my first book. I thought, he's the man. This is who's going to make my products. And we clicked from the first moment we were on the same page as far as it being 100% natural. And also as far as it, he calls it angel dusting, when people put an ingredient into a product and they just put the tiniest little amount just so they can put it on the back label and say, oh, it's got this in it's it. It's got frankincense in it. Yes. <laughs> so we didn't do that. We put enough in. And there are no additional scents in any of these products. What you smell in here, it's the ingredients themselves mm. that are making it smell like that. And again, I think we probably a lot of people would go, okay, well, this is my budget, so you, and this is what I wanted to retail for because that's what the market will bear we didn't discuss price until we'd finalized every single product. Every single product had been tested, retested, changed, adapted. So we were finally 100% happy with every single one. And only then did Lucien say to me, okay, this is what my price is going to be for you. And for me, it's a case of that is what it costs to produce a 100% natural and pure and ethical product. And if the market doesn't bear it, then I'm not going to continue doing this because I'm in this to... Produce a beautiful, natural product that actually does what it says it's going to do. I'm not in there to make a fortune out of this or you mm. know, make millions. I want people to use products that are fantastic. And the one I haven't mentioned so far is there's a fabulous one. It's called the Wrinkle and Crinkle Balm. Oh, I need that. <laughs> I'll smell that one. And all of these have been designed particularly for hardworking South African skins. So not necessarily just, just gardeners. But I've been using these myself. It says on there, tested on gardeners. And you can hear So I'm it. just smelling them. I wish I could bottle the smells and, you know, put them out over the air. I mean, wouldn't yes. the world be a wonderful place if we just had all of these smells coming, coming through the through, airwaves through as well? the speakers. Mm. Can you imagine sitting in your car and smelling the wrinkle mm. and crinkle balm? Because it truly does smell magnificent. And it makes, you put it on your skin, it makes your skin feel like you're in an English rose garden instead of in the Johannesburg dry high felt. It, really, really just feels fantastic. I'm going to smell like a petal when I walk out of here. I tell you what, because I'm just putting this stuff all over my body right now. <laughs> Michael, are you going to give me a massage with your one in a moment? Yeah, well, you know, this muscle one looks uh, as though it can really play the role. 
<coughs> as far as I can see. So, so Jane, you know, it's a, it's a pretty obvious question, I suppose, and many people say, well, yeah, she's written five books. But, you know, obviously there's a huge body of knowledge that underpins mm. all of this, and you must have accumulated this over years. Was there any additional research? Did you have to go into to things that were sort of beyond you at the point? Yes, I had no clue. Well, not from the point of view of the herbs and the content. That was pretty much, there were a couple of ingredients that I discussed with Lucien that we then did research and things like raspberry seed oil, for example. It's a very good natural preservative. So for the products that had water, uh, we needed to do some research to find out, okay, what can we use that is 100% natural? So for the three products, the um, anti-bug body spray, the sunscreen and the hand scrub, those have all got this raspberry seed oil in it as a preservative. So there were some things, but the areas that were research were things like a barcode. Where do you get barcodes and how do barcodes work? I mean, you'll look on the back of these, they've all got a little barcode. Mm -hmm. So now, um, okay, how does a barcode work and what is its purpose? So that was the interesting area of research for starters, um, just the retailing, the, 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 the practicalities of retailing and how do you do it. And, and then pricing as well. Um, I might have a price that I'm paying for these, but at the end of the day, there are now people that I've been working with who are now going to be distributing the product. They I have said, to have their markup They have well. to have their yeah. markup. There's the cost of the courier. There's the cost of the delivery. There's the costs of the warehousing. So it was the costings as well. And I'm not a very good numbers person. I mean, I love playing with spreadsheets and working out. I actually really enjoy working out formulas and, the, and those challenges, but... Um, Michael knows what you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a learning curve. It really has. It's sort of, you know, having a nightmare going, oh, my goodness, maybe I'm just doing all of this to make other people money. <laughs> I'm going to come out sort of, <laughs> you know, some zero kind of thing. So you see, I mean, not only gardeners, but clever people too. Today we're talking about a wonderful new product, which has come out onto the market just very recently, done by my almost twin, the wonderful, delicious Jane. And uh, yeah. we've been talking about all the range. I'm dabbing stuff all over myself. Michael's I'm fondling my tin. Yeah, Michael likes fondling everything, plants, and this is just another way of doing it, I suppose. Oh, and Melanie putting everything on her hands and her face and smelling everything. <laughs> so we're having well, a lot of fun in here. As well, so I should put some of the sunny the stuff on my... Skin the, the skin soother. The skin soother, there we go. This is what happens to gardeners. We forget sometimes when yes. we're in the garden that we should put something on the back of our necks. Exactly. And that's exactly where I got whacked, exactly. which is and, a lot of fun. And that was also for long-term skin damage. If you've got any sunspots or chapped skin it's a very good soothing one for that as well Ooh, on the elbows scarring. exactly elbows all those bits that get hammered. don't ask me what i've been doing on my elbows in the garden okay <laughs> no i thought to myself just avoid that one but i see jane there you know we're talking about the bombs and we're talking about the rubs and whatnot mm. but we're not talking that, well we have you have pointed at the sprays as well so i see there are sort of little convenient sprays that you have produced as well there are two that are in a spray bottle. The one is an anti-mosquito. You know how when we're out in the garden, mm. there's always something buzzing around, especially in the height of summer. This one is to prevent that. It's got things like citronella. And I don't know about you, but I don't like the smell of citronella. It's like... Oh, it's, it's, it gets a bit much. Exactly. Yeah. So what, are we, you, what are you using? The lemongrass one or are you using the one from the lemon pelagonium? It's a, no, it's the lemongrass. It's a cymbidium. Okay. Yeah. It's the cymbidium one, yes. So it's a strong scent, mm. yeah. And so what we did is we put on, there's all the lemons in there as well. When you say the lemon, there's lemon, there's lemon balm, lemon verbena, lemongrass, but also there's jasmine. So the high note of the jasmine counteracts those lower ones of the citronella. Mm. So it actually smells really nice. And then there are also oils in here. So when you put it on your skin, give it a shake first. 
When you put it on your skin, it goes into your skin. It's a spray and it moisturizes at the same time. Oh, you should smell this one. Oh my goodness me. This is fantastic. Even I can smell, smell it from here. Mm, mm, mm. But now the question here is, Jane, what about the boy people? Are there not going to be boy people out there? Boy people. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is, is that I've been doing markets and, you know, you have a lot of the wives coming up and trying our products because you generally get more women coming up. I have had an overwhelming positive response from men who've tried them out because I'll say to them, come and try some. You know, have you ever put any face cream on? And they go, no, I'm a man. I don't use face well, cream. Well, hence my question. <laughs> and you know what, men, you should use face cream. And it actually feels good as well. Mm. And especially these, they're non-greasy. There's one here. We haven't mentioned this one yet. This is the hand scrub. And this is a very moisturizing hand scrub. And you know, there's there are a lot of men who use that, the pink thing, clean off grease. Oh, you when you're a mechanic. Yes, exactly. I use, I use that stuff. Exactly. Everybody uses that. Strong. I gave some of this to my bee man, the guy who comes and sorts out my beehives, Mike Miles. Oh, Mike, the wonderful Mike. The wonderful yes. Mike. And Mike called me up the next week. He says, Jane, I've got to have some of these products. I've got to stock it in my shop for all the beekeepers. He says, this stuff gets rid of propolis even on your hands. Even propolis? Even propolis. Goodness me. Because so that's very sticky. One. Exactly. And well, this is 100% pure soap. Are you using, by the way, are you using beeswax as one of your bases? There's beeswax in all the balms. That's why you'll see on the balm label... Mm. There's a hexagon as tribute to the bees that contributed their ingredients to my beautiful balms. Yeah, so there's beeswax in all of the balms. That's one of the base Mm. ingredients. Now, in the scrub, the wonderful thing about the scrub, and I tell you, men have really enjoyed this one. It's got orange oil in it, pumice stone, ground up sand, and it's got seven different types of kelp in it. That's actually for healing your skin. Mm. It's very soothing, very moisturizing, and very, very, very cleansing. And all of these ones as well, smell this one, Mike. This is the sunscreen. Now, just even if you just open the plastic lid off it and smell without even... Well, no. I've, I've just smelled the scrub and now the sunscreen, and I can tell you guys out there that I, I think they smell marvelous, and I'm not going to go around smelling all floral all day. So no, panic. they're, so they're not girly. Is... It's, it's also exactly. because they... Yeah. Because they're 100% natural and because they've got only the ingredients in them that are ingredients that work, that I think is the reason why they're not over-perfumed, but they have got an incredible scent and it's an incredible natural smell. Well, I can vouch really? for that. And, I'm doing and my cross-eyed in, oh, thing, sorry. I'm so, just sitting here sniffing everything. And I when I smell that, great <laughs> scents and my eyes cross, I just like, <laughs> I go into a complete daze. I'm it's picking fantastic. up the waft over here, you know, and I'm, oh, I'm, yes. I'm, quite, I'm not that close to melt at this point, you know. So. <laughs> But I must say, you know, you talk about ingredients and things that would be interesting to sort of, I can sit and think, this must be a, logisti- a logistical nightmare, trying to get all these things. You're talking about kelps and pumice and... And, and Kalahari melon seed. Yeah, if that's an is, indigenous is that the summer, oil. The yes. melon. Yeah, well, that's an indigenous melon that has been used yeah. for centuries by yeah. the sun people that's for right, yeah. very good skin moisturizer. And healing for a variety of skin ailments. And but that must be quite elusive then, Jan. I mean, where do you go to fetch these? Not really. You know, funnily enough, Kalahari melon seed oil is becoming more and more popular. But this is where it's been so amazing is because working with Lucien, he has been able to source all of these. And what he does is he sources a lot of the dry herb itself. He'll source the dry herb mostly from Southern Africa. He gets some from Swaziland. And he then infuses it himself. He infuses it into oils himself. So he's in control of the whole step, the whole process. And he hand makes everything himself. So 
his energy is in it. And, mm. you know, he worked for NCD and then Clover. Mm. So he comes from kind of a mainstream agricultural dairy, dairy background. Mm. And when his little boy was two, he developed eczema. And mainstream medicine could just prescribe expensive cortisone. And that was their solution. And Lucien thought there must be another way. And he'd been traveling in Europe and he loved the, the Italian old style way of doing things. And he did a soap making course in Italy. He then came back to South Africa and he started using those old techniques combined with modern ingredients. And he started making a soap and his son's eczema disappeared within a very short space of time. He then started making body creams. And within a couple of years, he'd given up working for Clover and had started up his own factory making these, making his own body products and particularly soaps. So having him on board as a partner in this, he's not just my supplier, he's my partner as well in this, in the sense that he's invested in making this just a wonderful, pure, natural, mm ethical product as much as possible. But you say invested, and I mean, obviously one has to be invested in something to make it work, but I mean, this must have taken a, a fair amount of cash to get going. Yes, one of the things where I've been really lucky, um, I mean, and it's funny, it's not even just a cash investment in this, it's an emotional investment as well, because my dad was a pharmacist, mm. and my mom was incredibly creative. She loved making things and creating and doing all sorts of things, and um, my mum passed away at the beginning of last year and my parents weren't wealthy. It's not like I'm a trust fund baby and have inherited this mm. fortune. They looked after themselves. My dad made enough money for them to look after themselves right away up to the end of both of their lives mm -hmm. and leave all four kids a small inheritance. So that is what has funded this range. I took that inheritance and I thought, okay, I'm going to put that money into this. Jane's legacy to mom and dad. Exactly. It's not just their money that has gone into it. My first job was working at my dad's pharmacy, selling face products. <laughs> and, and doing going full circle. It's yeah, full, it is full circle. You know, on Saturday mornings when I was 14 or so, you know, I'd earn pocket money by working on Saturday mm. mornings, painting children's faces and giving facials to their moms, mm. <laughs> you know. So, and here I am, I've developed a whole range. And I, I really like to think that my mum and dad are sitting there going, yeah, go girl. That was, that's great. She's got you all go the Jane. angels on her side. Hey? All the angels. Look, is there anything in the wings that we should be looking for that is going to be more Jane Griffiths? There's always something in the wings. <laughs> yeah, going back to, it's not a book, but it's, it's going back to writing stuff and sharing information. Because, you know, a lot of this, a lot of what I've done over the last 10 years, because it it's 10 years now mm. since I brought out my first book. Good Lord, is uh, it that long already? It is, it is. I, I kind of can't believe it. And my intention from the very beginning when I wrote Jane's Delicious Garden was to share the information I had in my head whether it was on a DVD or a website or whatever it was, I didn't know what form it was going to take when mm. I started writing. And I think that that sharing of information is incredibly rewarding as well. I get so much back. I get so much energy flow back from people, from my readers. And now from these where I've had people, you know, just an email saying, oh, I had a cold the other day and I used your green goodness balm on my nostrils. And I thought, oh, well, I've never thought of using the green goodness balm on your nostrils. It doesn't... And she said it was amazing because I could breathe it in oh, and wow. actually cleared my nose. Plus it helped deal with all the chapped red nose and sort that out. And just getting that back, feedback from people has been amazing as well. It's a whole lot broader than, you know, what people just see. You know, obviously it, it spreads its wings and its influence, everything you do in touch. 
Well, I hope it encourages people to live a healthier lifestyle mm. because, you know, the, the a right... A natural lifestyle as yeah, well. Yeah, a natural lifestyle. Make natural choices. You know, part of the process of doing this was I set up, and that was a whole nother, literally days and days and days, is setting up an online shop. Um, I was going to say, where can people yes. get your products well, from? Yeah, Jane's Delicious Shop. And I don't just sell these products. I sell my books. Mm. Plus, I sell planet-friendly wares from Six Degrees East. Um, oh, yes, that's Diane's exactly, stuff, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Diane's stuff. All Does the B-wax wonderful wraps. Wonderful B-wax wraps. Exactly, yeah, all of those. So, um, I'm looking, and also you'll see on my site, again, in the spirit of sharing the information, the label of all the products, every single ingredient is listed in here. And when I did that, Lucian actually called me up. He said, are you sure you want to put all the ingredients on? You're kind of giving away your secrets. And I said... This is not the actual amounts that you've used. Well, exactly. They don't have the formulas, number one. And number two, you know... You need to in case somebody's maybe allergic to frankincense. Exactly. And not just that. I love to pick up a product and go, oh, wow, look what's in it. Look at all those ingredients. And on my website, it has got not just all the ingredients, but information about all the ingredients. So people can find out exactly what they're putting on their body. Well, I tell you what, if you want a scented delight and you want to buy something for somebody, because cool. Christmas is coming up as well. What a nice idea. Also to actually at Lifestyle. At Lifestyle. I know. I saw it then. I yes. went and sort of looked at this and thought, oh, my goodness, that's so beautiful. Get these products. They are absolutely delightful. Michael, are you going to be buying them for the special lady in your life? Or just I'll, for yourself? I'll definitely be getting some for myself. Um, <laughs> but, but Jane, it's always a pleasure. Fantastic. Lovely oh, to hear thank from you. And, so and, much. and I loved passing, you know, when I met you at Lifestyle recently mm. and you put all of these things all over me and I went into a meeting after that, smelling of all sorts of things. It was fantastic. Thank you so much. We smell like a cherry blossom farm. Thank you very much, thank Jane. You it's guys. wonderful Thanks to see you again. Me. And we'll catch up with you again next time. For show notes and more information about this episode, go to solidgoldstudios.co.za forward slash grounded.